You're listening to Your High Self Podcast, episode 21, how this foodie gave up dieting and found self-love. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Shanae and I'm your host. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in yourself and doing it with me today. Got a really special episode for you. I am talking to my former client. Her name is Nora and she is a OBGYN mom and self-proclaimed foodie. So if you have ever thought that you could never lose weight because you love food too much or you could never, you know, find that lifestyle you love because you just love to eat out, you are going to love this episode. So to just give you a little brief, a little intro, uh, Nora's history with dieting began with meal replacement shakes. So she would do these challenges where you would basically, you know, um, replace two of your meals with the shake uh, twice a day for five weeks and she'd lose like 10 pounds. She's super disciplined. Um, You know, she's just very committed. And so she felt very proud of herself for doing this. And then she'd get the recognition of winning the challenge. But then after the challenge was over, she would just go back to eating whatever she wanted, gaining all the weight back. And then she would use another challenge or the next challenge to get back in shape. So this became a really vicious cycle for her and she found herself in this pattern until she finally was like, okay, I can't drink another shake. I don't want to do another diet, but I'm really unhappy in my body. How do I get to a place of losing this extra weight that I, that I truly don't want on my body, but finding a sustainable lifestyle I can stick to. And that's when she found me. So tune into this episode and you're going to hear about how these weight loss challenges sparked her diet mentality, how that came up for her, how she broke that cycle, her hesitation to join my coaching program. Yes, you guys, she hesitated. She'll tell you why. And ultimately, what did investing in herself bring her? how she's changed her life with personal development and how she learned to change what her concepts of self-worth were. Like this is super huge, you guys. And last but not least, what her new lifestyle is like. And I'm not kidding when I'm saying this, how she lost weight while she was on vacation in Paris and like came home and could fit into her jeans again. And all this is happening for her because she has committed to and decided to stop dieting and to love herself unconditionally from the inside out. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you did share it on your story, tag a girlfriend who needs to hear it. Um, we have been growing the show organically. So I just want to say thank you so much to those of you who share it every single week on Instagram, who share it with your loved ones and you're just spreading this word. And I'm so grateful. Um, if you haven't already, I would love to, um, just kind of get your review on it. Leave me a review, your honest thoughts, your honest comments. If you have any critiques for me, let it fly girl. Um, but yeah, that's it. Well, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Here we go. Hi, Nora. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. We are so excited to talk to you today. Um, So for our listeners, could you just give us kind of a brief background on who you are um, and what got you into dieting? (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, my name is Nora and I um, am 39 years old. I am an OBGYN doctor, um, married, I have two kids, and um, basically I, I have always loved to eat, I love food, and even as a child, like I would always 
um, my weight would always fluctuate. So just kind of depending, you know, I was sort of a chubby child and then I would skinny, like thin out and then I would get chubby and then I would thin out. Um, so I was never one of those girls that was always tiny. Mm-hmm. And um, basically a couple years ago, um, in 2017, I was introduced to like nutritional shakes and meal supplements. And I thought, oh, this is perfect because I need to lose probably about five pounds and I'll just do these meal replacement shakes um, and then see how it goes. So there was, you know, they have all the time weight loss challenges, do this for four weeks, do this for five weeks, see how you do. And so I, I figured, I'm like, I'm super disciplined. I can totally do this. And I would be really strict, two shakes a day, like a plate of um, food for dinner, you know, something healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did it for five weeks and I actually lost 10 pounds. Wow. Which is a lot. (laughs) Um, And it was like, oh, this is great. Yay me. I'm like so awesome. And I won the challenge. Um, And then so I was like, oh, I'm going to do that again. Well, so what I thought was, okay, I'm going to do this for five weeks. I'm going to win the challenge. And then I'm going to eat whatever I want. And then I would eat whatever I want and then I would gain weight like pretty quickly mm-hmm. and then decide I would want to do like the next, Oh, next time they post like a weight loss challenge, then I'll do that again. Mm-hmm. And so I started continuing to do that where I would restrict myself for five weeks and be really good with my diet. And then after I was done, then I would decide I would eat whatever I want and I would eat like breakfast burritos and donuts and um, all kinds of things. Um, and so basically after a year and a half of doing that, mm-hmm. then I was tired of it. And I'm like, I can't drink any more shakes. I just didn't want to restrict myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then what happened was I just started eating everything that I wanted and I couldn't stop eating. Mm-hmm. I would eat even if I wasn't full. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started having a really, really bad sugar craving where I became addicted to sugar. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I needed to eat desserts every, like after every meal, even after breakfast, I felt like I wanted to have a dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as that happened, what I realized too is that then I started having um, like an issue with a friend. I had a confrontation that kind of Um, made me feel really bad, kind of made me doubt myself as a person. Um, And then I turned to food to make me feel better. Mm -hmm. But as these binge cycles started, I started gaining more weight. And so basically about like within a year, I gained about 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that point, I realized that I couldn't like the majority of my clothes anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I was wearing a lot of loose baggy things to hide it. um, And I wasn't feeling good by myself. And I was feeling like every time I ate something happened that was not good, I needed to eat to make myself feel better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it seemed to just be getting worse and worse until I was desperate. And then that's where I met you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I didn't know that story. So just curious, like before you started with the shakes, did you, you've always just been a foodie, right? But like, did you ever have like sugar addictions before all that? Or did that all get exasperated after you did those challenges? It got exasperated after those challenges. Um, And that's because like, I remember thinking back when we, when I would go eat breakfast or brunch with friends, I am, I love savory sweet combination so I like to have something salty and something sweet but I would never just have something sweet I would always want to get something savory first and then see if someone wanted to share something sweet at the end Mm -hmm. Um, but when I was having like the major sweet tooth cravings like I would just eat donuts like I went to a birthday party for one of my friends her daughter's turning five 
and I ate four donuts at the party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that was just my breakfast. And one of my friends was looking at me and she's like, why? Like, I can't believe you're eating all those donuts. Are you, are you sure you want to eat all of those? And I was just sitting there eating like one after the other, after the other, but like, whatever. Now that I already ate three donuts, who cares if I eat like four or five more? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so interesting. And like, what I really like about your story is that like, you've never competed. Like you've never done any of that, but these weight loss challenges, they are so addictive. They're like just as addictive as these girls who do like competition preps, especially if there's a winner at the end, right? Right, right. So would you say that you have like a competitive uh, background, a streak? <laughs> yeah, I'm super competitive. <laughs> and like, that's I how they get you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to win and it like feels good to win. And um, I think that's actually a big, big problem in the diet industry. It's like, that's how they get you because it's, a, it's billions and billions of dollars, this industry. And they get you because there's winners, you win something at the very end, you get notoriety. And like, as humans, we just want to be like seen and accepted and loved. So did you feel like very seen and accepted when you won? Yes. And I, I felt like at the end of challenges, you know, people at work or my friends would be like, oh my gosh, you look so great. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I bought like smaller size clothes. And so I felt like I was winning all around. Like I was like, oh, I am living my best life. I look my best. Like, you know, I'm in a wonderful place. Things are going great. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it looks from the ex- external side. And then once the challenge was over, you went into like the dark cycle. Yeah, like, well, the first couple of weeks, it would just be, most of the times what happens is I started timing challenges according with, um, before I would go on vacations. Oh. And we go on a lot of vacations. Um, and so it would work perfectly, right? Because I would lose weight right before we go on a vacation. Like, let's say we're going to go to Hawaii or go to Thailand or something like that. And then basically, I would allow myself to eat whatever I wanted on vacation. The hard part was when I came back from vacations and I still felt like I wanted to eat whatever I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, But then every single vacation we would go on, I was gaining five to 10 pounds by the time I came back. So then I felt sad because we came back from vacation, vacation's done, but then now I'm 10 pounds over. Now I need to diet, but then I don't want to diet. And I would continue like just doing little, like giving myself treats all the time to make myself Mm -hmm. feel better afterwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how did this impact your like friendships, your relationships, like having this on your mind all the time? Did you notice that it impacted you or did you not really think about it? I, um, I think around the time when I met you was when I started realizing that I had a major issue with not, or it almost with, I had to talk about food all the time. Mm-hmm. I was talking about dieting all the time. I was talking about losing weight all the time and like what I can eat and what I can't eat. And it was like this huge obsession. Every single conversation I had with my friends, with other people was always around food and around like, Oh, I have to lose weight and I have to do this and I have to do that. Um, to the point where I was like, Oh my gosh, people are going to think I'm so crazy. Mm-hmm. always talking about dieting and talking about food. Um, and I didn't want it to be that person that is always like fixated on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I remember when we met, you actually were just going to do one-on-one coaching with me mm-hmm. and you wanted to lose weight for vacation. <laughs> That's what you told me. You're like, well, I have 20 pounds and I really want to lose it. Um, do you remember what I said to you? You said, um, well, you're like, yes, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I think you were leaving in like six weeks, seven weeks. You're going to Cancun. 
Yeah, I was going into Cabo. Oh, yeah, Cabo. And I'm like, yes, I need to lose 20 pounds in six weeks. And you're like, so I think realistically, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's, um, we think that we can do that, especially when you went on those like crazy restrictive diets before, because you have lost 20 pounds in a month, right? You lost 10 pounds in five weeks. It's like, why can't I do that again? Um, and from a hormonal standpoint, like it's ruining your metabolism to go on those like diet and binge cycles. But then from like an emotional standpoint, I think when I offered to you the solution of like, this isn't actually like a food and weight problem. This is like a problem that you have about how you feel about yourself. Did you believe me? I was like, well, I was like, well, no, because if I lose weight, then I'll feel better about myself. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, but let's just see because I need help and a diet is not going to work. At that point, I was like, I can't diet anymore. That's not working. I need to figure out like what to do to just have a normal attitude about food. Like I don't want to look at food and think about like what I should and shouldn't eat all the time. And I just wanted to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I remember thinking like, oh, well, if I lose weight, I'm going to be fine. Like that's all I needed. <laughs> to yeah. Yeah. And I had to like work really hard on showing you like that different alternative. And just so people know, um, I think, so Nora reached out and at that time it was Mindset Makeover, like the first season, and mm -hmm. you said no. You're like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then I think like a couple days later, you're like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. You had to like think about it because one, it's an investment. It's an investment in yourself. It's not a diet program. And you have to kind of be like open and willing and ready to like try something different. It's like all these diets didn't work for you. And you know it's not going to work for you, so then what is? And, and the answer is we don't know what's going to work for you. But what I do know is when you work on your personal development and you work on yourself and you work on integrating new habits from a place of love versus a place of like, I want to fit into these jeans or I want to be like this on vacation, I want to be this weight, then the whole paradigm shifts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I remember I was like, oh, yeah, this seems like it would be cool. And then in terms of the, um, the price, I was like, well, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I was concerned actually that I was going to sign up for something that would tell me things that I already knew, right. um, you know, cause just with all the diet stuff, like, oh, you know, like you eat this many, this much protein, this much carbs, you need to work out this much you need to. And so I think that's why I was hesitant in the beginning. Cause I was like, I don't want to sign up for something and invest in it. And it tells me things that I already knew. And then I'm going to be, you know, back at square one. Mm -hmm. um, but I think then something happened and I felt, I felt like I was desperate and I was like, I really need to get out of this funk. I need to change. I need to do something drastic. Um, like just where I am and how I felt about myself was really awful. And so I was like, I just need to do something, something completely different. And so I was like, I'm going to take the risk and see what you have to offer. And it was like the most amazing experience. I feel like I have my life back. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so amazing. So can you tell everyone like, what did you do? Because I think it's so easy for me to sit up here and say like, this is what we do, but what did you do? Like, how did you change your life? How did you get your life back? So I feel like, um, cause when I went into it, I was like, okay, whatever in my head, I was like, whatever you tell me, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to, you know, be open about thinking about things new ways and everything and it was easy in the beginning in the beginning because it was about um like just the normal stuff like one four three method mm -hmm. you know eat healthy balanced meals three times a day I was like yes I could totally do that mm -hmm. um enjoy your food and all these things and uh, 
what I think when it came down to boundaries and your like self image and how you view yourself and your self worth, that's when I realized I was like, Oh, like this is my problem. Actually the major thing was when we were talking about Brene Brown and ability and I've been someone who never wants to be vulnerable. I always want it like I'm a perfectionist. I want everything to be perfect. Um, you know, my life, my kids, my job, everything has to be like be in the right place. Um, and that's when I realized that the reason why I was so upset about the weight was because I felt like it was a failure mm-hmm. and that it was a mark on me as like, I'm not, you know, succeeding in life because I gained so much weight and I was trying to hide it so that people didn't realize it because then they, maybe they didn't want to be my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was realizing that I put so much of my own self-worth in all these external values and all these external things mm-hmm. um, and not and not kind of believing my, in myself or loving myself for things that are on the inside that doesn't matter what other opin- people's opinions are. Um, and so that was a huge thing is realizing that other people's opinions don't matter on how I think about myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, mic drop. <laughs> that was a huge insight. I remember when you shared that. Yeah. When you got to that point. So, and I remember talking to my friend cause you said like there was one, you know, we had a meeting and I was crying because I was like, I didn't lose any weight and I'm going on vacation in two days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fit into any shorts and you're like go get some new clothes um then you're like we love you like we don't care how much you weigh we don't care if you're big or if you're skinny like we're not gonna love you more because you're skinnier mm-hmm. you know um and you're like your friends don't love you because like they don't care that you gained weight they don't care if you're a thinner person or a bigger person and somehow that sounds really obvious, but you don't really think about that. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I went up to my friends and I, t- I told her, I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing this program because she knows all about my dieting and everything. Um, and so, and I was like, yeah. And Sinead said that, you know, your friends don't care about how you look. They love you for who you are. And she was like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> She's like, I don't care if you gain weight or not. And so it was one of those things where it was like, like, like how come I didn't, how come I didn't think about that before? But you know, I felt like, oh, people don't really want it. It's just somehow people would think worse of me because I had gained weight. Yeah, yeah, we all think that. I thought the same. I thought that people wouldn't hire me as a coach, that I wasn't credible, like, when I gained weight. And it's just not true. Just not true. Um, there was something else that happened during that time. I can't remember what it was now. But just that light bulb moment going off, you realizing that, the weight gain was a result of you being really hard on yourself and thinking that people weren't going to love you because you gained all the weight. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you went on vacation. I went on vacation. Um, what happened after you went on vacation? You've actually been on two vacations since. Yes. Um, so I went on vacation and um, – well, one thing was, because, I mean, we were in Cabo, we were, like, in bathing suits and everything, but I was with a really good group of friends, mm-hmm. and we talked, we had no conversations about body image, about dieting, about food. We were just enjoying our t- ourselves, enjoying our families and our kids, and talking about, we haven't seen each other for a while, so um, just catching up on life and, you know, what's been going on and this and that. Um, and so that was very freeing and liberating, and I, that's when we decided 
okay, no more talk about dieting. Like mm-hmm. we should just decide that that's just not where we're going to go. Um, one, to get my mind off that. And um, two, to stop checking my weight too. Yes. Um, because every day when I was checking how much I weighed, it was a marker of how I was going to feel that day. Mm-hmm. Like whether I was going to feel good about myself or not feel good my, about myself. So I stopped doing that. Um, and then actually what I realized too is that I came back, I didn't gain any weight and I went to an all inclusive resort. I ate whatever I wanted. I was, you know, satisfied, but it didn't binge. Uh-huh. Um, it didn't go crazy and I gained no weight at all. Amazing. Yeah. How amazing is that? Because that's like the the cycle that you kept finding yourself on. Oh, this is what I was going to say. You didn't realize it because it was a blind spot. We all have these blind spots where like it's so obvious to other people, but it's just blind to us. And then once someone can shine that light on it for you, like the light about your friends are going to love you no matter what weight you are. um, Once you see it, you can't unsee it. And then from there, it's like, it's no longer a blind spot. Yeah, yeah. The um the other amazing thing, so we went to France and we were in France for a whole week. Um, and you know, ate three meals a day, had like wine with meals, had dessert and all these things. And so what I've been doing, um, you know, even still since mindset makeover is that well, because I'm still neurotic and I like numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that my scale has a memory, so it like connects to an app and it uh-huh. can so I would just weigh myself, but I never look at it. Uh-huh. Oh, smart. Ready when I'm like, oh, okay, let me just see how things are going. So that way I can see if I'm making progress or not making progress in anything. Um, but also when I go, when I look at the app, I'm going in with an attitude that like, even if I have gained weight, like I'm not going to feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to make me feel like I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went into the app like a week or two after we came back from France and I realized that I lost a pound. Oh my God. Back, which is crazy because we ate bread and cheese and, but I think we walked so much. Um, and I didn't overeat and it was I mean, when I ordered at, at a restaurant, I would order what I wanted to eat, but not order too much. And then also being okay with like, okay, I want to try these things and it's fine. I'm not going to eat it all. We'll just leave it and let it go. Um, and I thought that was a big thing that I learned from Mindset Makeover is just leaving food behind and being okay with that. Yeah, leaving food on our plates. Yeah. Yeah, that's like our inside secret that the world knows about now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, awesome. I, was like, I lost one pound coming back from France. That's crazy. Without even trying, you know? Yeah, because it's not – remember how I've, I've said this on the show so many times and I've told you guys inside the program and just all my clients, it's like weight loss is going to be a natural byproduct of your new lifestyle. And you are living proof of that. You've stopped dieting. You've stopped binging. You now are actually committed to a lifestyle that's not based around diets so that you can be a good role model to your friends and to your daughter, like to Mm -hmm. your kids. And when you let all that control go and you let the old paradigm, like just like the old patterns of diet and then stop dieting, diet and then stop dieting, you let that go and you made space for a new lifestyle. And that new lifestyle includes going to Paris, fitting into your jeans when you come back. Um, and also like weight gain, not even being a thing. And if it is a thing, it doesn't matter. So it doesn't mean anything about you. Yay. That's like very hopeful for so many people, I think. Um, so if you look back on the Nora, Maybe like a year ago, even just even six months ago. Six months ago is what May. That's actually when we started. Can you believe yeah, that's that's six months. Um, what would you say to her? Like, what would be your um, 
hindsight advice to maybe someone who's in your shoes right now, who is on the diet and binge cycle and who wants to lose the excess weight they've gained that really isn't meant to be on their body and they just don't know how, what would you say to them? Um, I would say, well, I would say stop dieting (laughs) and just focus on eating, like just eat real food. I think that makes you feel so much better eating real food and eating what you love. Mm -hmm. Um, but more importantly that, you know, your, your weight and your body image is not who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not why people love you and care about you. And it's not a marker of how well you're succeeding in life. Um, and so it's not about that. It's not about being perfect. I think it's about being just like a regular person being real and having flaws and just not being ashamed of those things. So nice. So nice. I'm so proud of you. You've changed so much. You've evolved. You are your highest self. Yay. Yay. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So um, what's going on for you now? Now you're following the 143 method. You're sticking to that. What are some new things that you have coming up on the horizon? So I, um, well, actually, so right now I'm training for a half marathon, um, which is going to be in three weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to do that. So that's my first race, actually, that I've done in a couple of years. Um, or this long of um, a half marathon. I haven't done one for two, two-ish years. Mm-hmm. And I've still been doing strength training. So I've been going um, to the gym probably about three times a week, three to four times a week with the spacing it out with running as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing triple digits now. So Yay! I can squat um, 105 pounds. I'm like just barely triple digits, but I can squat 105 pounds and I can do – um, deadlifts and hip thrusts, like a hundred, like basically around a hundred something pounds. So that's a huge, um, I feel like for me, that's a, a huge win because I didn't feel like I was very strong before. And actually I remember the first time my husband tried to get me to do uh-huh. deadlifts and it was, I think it was like 65. I couldn't even pick it off, up off of the ground. And I was like, I can't, there's no way I can't do it. <laughs> um, so, so I feel like I'm getting stronger. Yay. Um, and so, and then, yeah, just, um, just kind of regular. I've been telling people now I've been not necessarily talking about dieting, mm-hmm. um, but talking to people about there's no point in dieting, um, you know, that you don't need to diet and just eat regular food and we should eat what we like and kind of spreading that word, mm-hmm. um, to a lot of my friends and like girls that I, before, you know, have, we've always talked about dieting and food and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of, one of my patients that I was talking to, she was talking about being a life coach and that she's been, she's trained for it. And we had a really good conversation about that. Um, so I just feel like it's been like continuing to be a positive influence in my life. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) How are your friends, um, embracing this new Nora, like the Nora that doesn't want to bash other people's bodies or the Nora, uh, actually, I don't even know if you did that before, but just the Nora who's not talking about dieting. Um, I think, it, I, I just feel like it's freeing. Like we just talk about other things. We laugh about other things. We have new topics to just, you know, to discuss. Um, and it's like the elephant that was in the room before is gone mm-hmm. now. And that's how I feel about it. Um, and I definitely have had people like where we've gone at team. They're like, you know, Oh, you're, you're different about food now. And, um, and they're like, Oh, you look really good. And all this stuff. Like we can see that you're getting muscles in your arms. Um, so it's just kind of nice that, and we, without even dieting, with just eating regularly, with, you know, focusing on healthy foods and focusing on, 
um, like movement and energy and being positive, mm-hmm. that that alone um, has made a difference in how I look, mm-hmm. um, just physically, and uh, but then also how I feel. Like I, when I look at myself in the mirror, I don't feel like I look fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like things are moving into the positive realm. Before you're like, well, just try to be neutral. Like you have arms. Yes. You know, your arms are not fat. Like you have mm-hmm. a body, you know, just no feelings about it. But I actually feel good about my body and I feel strong. Um, and so it's, you know, things are just going in the right direction. Yay. I'm so happy. And then for those that don't know, my training philosophy is getting strong. Like that is what I tell people. It's like, no, we're not going to do all the cardio. We're actually just going to focus on getting stronger. If you're going to train for a half marathon, of course you have to run, but it makes the biggest difference when you focus on the weight on the bar versus the weight on the scale and getting stronger. And that actually will help you lose weight. (laughs) It's just by getting stronger. Um, That is so awesome, Nora. So one thing that you had said, um, I think you sent it to a friend and your friend told me And that was that you went into like mindset makeover thinking that you had a food and weight issue. And then you learned Mm -hmm. it was so much more than that. Can you expand on that for for people who also think that they have a food and weight problem and that if they just get skinnier, then all their problems will be solved? Yeah, I think, I mean, the the big problem I had is basically how I, or, or the, it's sort of like the concepts I was using to value myself mm-hmm. and I was valuing myself based on other people's opinions of me, mm-hmm. um, in all realms. So like in the work realm, like what my, you know, supervisors think of me, what are my patients think of me and the film realm, like the friend realm is like by getting compliments mm-hmm. and by, you know, having people say positive things about you. And so everything that I had valued about myself was basically, based on everybody else's opinion. And I think that really was the major thing because then when I had started gaining weight, then I felt like, well, now people are not complimenting me on my weight. Um, And then when I had that issue with my friend at work, that like blew me for a huge lift. That's actually why I started, I felt like it was like a trigger to start eating more to make myself feel better. And it's, I had basically no, um, it's like I had nothing inside me that was making me feel better. I felt like I had to reach out for food to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so learning about like being confident in my own skin, regardless of what ad- other people think mm-hmm. and realizing like, what are the, like what my core values are inside of me and what do I value and what do I believe makes me a good person? You know, um, what are the important things for me that I think is what holds me together now. Mm-hmm. And that if I have a bad day or a path, that's not, it's something that's circumstantial and that will, you know, and that will change, but it doesn't make me feel like, Oh my gosh, you know, like I'm not dealing with life and I'm failing and, um, and I need to eat a donut to make myself feel better. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the, um, actually the journaling and the meditating has made a huge role too. So journaling every morning and getting those thoughts um, out of your head, the thoughts mm-hmm. that tell you that um, like you're not good enough and, or, you know, if you can't do this, then, you know, you're not as good as you thought you were. Mm-hmm. Um, so the journaling also really helped to kind of figure out what were the negative thoughts that I didn't even know I was having, yeah. but were affecting me. Yeah. I love it. Are you still using the model? 
Yeah, yeah. Dang. So sometimes in the car, I'll think about it. I'm like, why does this bother me? That was actually, it's like, I'm like, this thing bothers me and I don't even know why. And you're really good about like, okay, well, let's break it down and see. Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, that's why. <laughs> I'm a detective. It's like my favorite work to do. (laughs) It's figuring out the roots of problems because it's like we just like live in this haze and we just don't realize it. I love it. I love it. Yay. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Nora, for just taking the time and sharing your story and sharing your transformation. I know this is going to help so many women who are listening, especially these women who've never competed, right? It's like, you just Mm -hmm. love food. You're just a foodie. Like Nora will order, like, won't you order like 10 dishes? Like when you go out? (laughs) Yeah, whenever I go out. Whenever I go out with friends, they're versus like, okay, what do you want to order? I'm like, okay, so we're going to get this and this and like one item off each section of the menu. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you just like food and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's why dieting, like I've told you, like actually long-term it doesn't help because it's like, you're you're not a lab rat. Like you can't isolate yourself for five weeks and then lose weight. And then like, don't know how to integrate back into society. Like you're, this is your life, right? You like food, you love to go out, you love to try new things. You love to go to Paris and eat all the different things. And like realistically tracking your macros, that's not going to work while you're doing those things like drinking replacement meal shakes. That's not going to work. Yeah. It was like not making me happy. Um, and so I definitely feel like I have that abundance mindset where every meal is like, well, I want it to be a good meal, but I'm not going to overeat because the next meal I have is going to be an equally good meal as well. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember thinking like, how am I going to lose weight? Because I love to eat. Like, it's just not going to (laughs) happen. And look at this. You have, you have lost weight. I can see it on your face. Not that it matters, but you know what I mean? It's like you have effectively changed your lifestyle. And because of that, like you're not binging anymore. And that's actually what helps you with weight loss is like no longer overeating because overeating or undereating because they're both not healthy for us. So would you say like you created a sustainable lifestyle? Yes. Yes. I would say definitely like it's not I mean, I definitely always think about food because I love to eat, but I don't think about like, oh my gosh, you know, how many things can I eat today or what do I have to restrict today? Um, And going out, and I realize that actually we go out to eat a lot with a lot of friends and social events and I never worry about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel more relaxed with like eating with my kids too, you know, Mm -hmm. we can, um, we can get treats, but we get healthy stuff. But the other day I made a completely vegan meal and they ate it. Wow. Um, ate the vegetables and all of it. Um, and so I think it's been a good influence just eating, you know, real food and healthy meals together. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, you know, cause I remember before they would be like, Oh mommy, are you going to eat dinner with us today? You know, or like, Oh, you're not eating cause you're on a diet. And so oh. we don't talk about that kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kids are like sponges. It's amazing what they absorb. Yeah. So, um, so I feel like my daughter right now has a really good relationship with food. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's only six years old, but, um, and it's cute because now they're focusing on getting strong. So my daughter can do a pull up. Oh my gosh. Pull ups by herself. Um, and so she shows me her muscles. We compare muscles and we like, as a family, we'll do like push ups together or sit ups or pull ups to get stronger. And so, um, so as a family, we've been like working on that, like comparing muscle sizes. (laughs) Her little tiny goals. 
family <laughs> goals. You're, you're my, you're my goal inspiration. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. And you know what that reminds me of? I think actually you had expressed like, you know, it's just really hard for me to invest in this. Like knowing that we're going to go on vacation later and like I have mm-hmm. a family, like I'm not like a single person. And I think what I had told you was, wouldn't it be amazing to like be able to go on vacation and like not worry about how you're eating or what you're eating and like how would that affect your family? Like how would this actually be very beneficial to your kids and your in your life? And I think we forget that as moms and as people that like we can prioritize ourselves. And when we invest in ourselves, because I mean guys, Nora showed up twice a week on video call for 10 weeks. Like that's that's two hours a week plus the time she was investing in, in journaling and meditating and thinking and doing this herself. And many times like your I would see your kids on your lap. So my daughter would sit on my lap during the calls. (laughs) Yeah. And like, and like fall asleep on you. So, um, this, this wasn't like, you know, like here's a PDF, (laughs) follow the PDF and check in with me once a week. This was like, we, we met each other twice a week and sometimes the calls would go like an hour and a half, like we'd go over. Um, and you really like took the time to like do it and it has positively impacted your family because you positively impacted yourself. And it starts with you. Like, like they say, like, put your, put your, your air mask on first, whatever it's called on the airplane. Oh, the oxygen mask. Yeah. The air mask. Put your oxygen mask on and you did. And like, look how it's, it's just totally, everything is so much more positive. Like it sounds like with you guys exercising together. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So last question. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you to be your highest self? What it means to me, um, I think it means to to be kind to myself, um, to love myself and like love my body no matter what size it is. Um, and then really to focus on the energy that I'm putting into the world because that's what I see as my new beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, is the energy I project, um, and what I do, you know, how I put myself forward. And so as long as that is positive and, um, like enriching and going in the right direction, then that's what's important to me now. Snap, snap, snaps. We'll do our victory <laughs> dance. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much, Nora. Um, you guys, if you love this episode, we would love to see a rating and review and um, post this up on your stories and tag me. And then do you want them to tag you, Nora? <laughs> yeah, they can tag me. Um, <laughs> okay. Where can we find you? Um, Nora Hari, so it's N-O-R-A-H-A-R-I, um, for my Instagram account. Yay! So you guys can find her there. Tag both of us. Let us know what you loved, what you got out of this show, um, because Nora took the time to, to talk with us today, and that always makes my heart so happy. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, tag us, and we'll see you next week, same time, same place. Um, don't forget to be your highest.